This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. The Detroit is Different Podcast is about exposing artistry, business, ideas, and dynamic people, places, and things that make Detroit a mecca. Tune in weekly and subscribe to get the true stories from the people shaping the culture of an American classic city. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Welcome back to another episode of the Care Michigan podcast. And this is Daoud with you again. And we are discussing our second episode relating to the month of Ramadan. Ramadan being the ninth lunar month or the ninth month on the Islamic calendar. So as we discussed in the last episode about Ramadan being the month of revelation, meaning the month in which divine scriptures were revealed and the last of those according to Islamic belief being the Qur'an. Another important function of the month of Ramadan, as Muslims believe, is that it is the month of fasting. And uh, God uh, says in a uh, verse in the Qur'an in the second chapter um, that fasting has been prescribed upon you or written upon you uh, speaking to the Muslims, just as it has been prescribed upon those who came before, in order that you may grow in God consciousness. So the primary uh, focus, or the primary focus, uh, or intention, we can say, for Muslims fasting, it is uh, not to lose weight. It is not for health reasons, right? Although uh, many people do lose weight during the month of Ramadan while fasting, and um, there are positive health benefits for fasting. There is no doubt about it. But the primary reason for Muslims fasting, as we are told in the Quran, as we are commanded, is for heightened awareness, God consciousness, and to help us with our discipline. So this is the primary reason why Muslims fast. Now, there are um, the outward fast or the outward aspects of fasting. And then there are the inward fa uh, fasting, the inward aspects. So I will go over those outward and inward fasting aspects for you. So the outward aspects of fasting are that from dawn to dusk, not from sunrise to sunset, but from dawn to dusk, that those who are of the age of puberty, and those who are of sound health are to fast from three things. Uh, first, there is uh, oral intake. And this oral intake is to not uh, eat or not drink anything from dawn to dusk. Okay, so uh, as the lunar calendar goes around, in which it goes around about one uh, rotation about 30 years. So in this time of the year, fasting the, those those days from dawn to dusk is longer than, let's say, how dawn to dusk is in December, right? So from dawn to dusk, there is no eating or no drinking. Now, uh, and that includes no drinking water, by the way. There is no eating or drinking from dawn to dusk. The second thing is that there is also no oral intake relating to uh, smoking, for instance, right? So for those who uh, would smoke cigarettes or smoke anything else for that matter, that there is no smoking 
from dawn until dusk. Uh, the third aspect is is that there are no uh, sexual relations between uh, spouses from dawn to dusk. So these are outward aspects of the fast. Now, I mentioned the, the issue about those who are of, of sound health. Let's say those who aren't of sound health either for some sort of uh, mild illness. Now, this uh, religion, the religion of Islam, we are told uh, in the Quran also relating to the, to the verses relating to fasting that God says that if we are sick, we can make the, ga- the days up of fasting and that God desires difficult, uh, does not desire difficulty for us. He desires ease. So if someone has like a, a bad cold, uh, the flu, uh, something along these lines, that the person should not fast. They should uh, take the proper medicines and rest they need. And then those days of fasting can be made up outside of the month of Ramadan, right? So it's, it's not something that is so rigid or strict that a person just has to continue to fast even if they're feeling sick. Now, if there is a chronic illness or if there is something that is uh, a type of ailment that prohibits someone from fasting, uh, then uh, a person can uh, not fast, but can give a meal to one indigent or one poor person per day for the days that they couldn't fast. So I'll give an example. Let's say someone has diabetes and they take insulin and uh, their diabetic condition would preclude them of not fasting, that they have to have some sort of calories during the day or some sort of intake, then that would exempt the person from at least the outward aspects of fasting. But at the same time, that day, if they're able to afford it, that they should feed uh, a a modest meal uh, to one poor person a day, right? So this is how... Uh, this is kafara. This is how this can be uh, atoned for, uh, for missing the fast. Now, these are the outward aspects. Now, <clears throat> this is actually the easiest part of the fast, the giving up the food, the drink, and the sexual uh, relations. This is the easier part. Prophet Muhammad, uh, peace be upon him, he mentioned that uh, God is in no need of you giving up your food or your drink uh, if one does not give up uh, antisocial behaviors and antisocial discussions or talk, right? So this is uh, part of what we would call some of the inner dimensions of the fasting. So there's a fasting of what we intake, right? But the uh, in the sense of food and drink, right? But there also has to be uh, a fast of our other parts of the body, Right there's a fasting of the tongue, and this fasting of the tongue is being more careful about how we talk. So no gossiping, no backbiting, refraining from what's called kaluzur or deceptive speech, which could include lying. Uh, no uh, profanity or fasting prof- from profanity, cussing people out, things of that nature. This is part of the spiritual aspect of the fast. The first part, the fasting of what's called samulisan, uh, fasting of the tongue. There's also fasting of the eyes, like not looking at things. 
that we uh, shouldn't be looking at, right? Like, uh, and I don't think I have to go any further than that, but looking at things that are considered uh, profane, lewd, and lascivious, or we could say pornographic, that should, that should also be fasted from. Fasting of what we listen to, right? Because the ears are the gateway to the soul. So also fasting from listening to things that are vulgar, lewd, and also not giving oneself to actively listening to uh, gossip, backbiting, and slander, right? Um, like, oh, you know, ooh, I saw such and such doing this or such and such doing that, right? That's also part of the spiritual uh, aspect of the fast that we uh, are supposed to stay away from uh, as uh, Muslims. Now, the highest level of the of the fasting is relates to the reality of these other two aspects, the of this outward and these inward aspects that I mentioned, and that is what's called samul qalb, or it is the fasting of the heart. So this is fasting from the desire of doing anything that would be displeasing to God or any mischief. This is the actual, the highest level of, uh, of the fast, right? So to not have rancor inside of one's heart, to not like uh, see people that, you know, you have some sort of disagreements with and have hatred towards them in your heart, um, to uh, discipline oneself inside that, that if there are some desires that we are struggling with or some sort of um, uh, shortcomings that we have, that we fast from inclined towards uh, acting upon those and that we have the desire inside of our heart that we don't like those and we're working to uh, to want to get rid of. We have the intention of wanting to get rid of those negative behaviors, those ne- negative character traits. This is actually the uh, the, the, the highest uh, maqam or the highest station of the fast. So uh, this is the uh, important of importance of the outward in the inward uh, spiritual aspects of the fast. Now, normally, what takes place uh, when relating to fasting is that Muslims will have normally uh, one meal a day um, and then something very light in the morning. So prior to uh, the, the dawn, and again, dawn is like long before uh, the sunrise, that there is a small meal taken called suhoor. Normally, people would just have some tea or some coffee, maybe a few dates or some water. Um, some people have larger suhoor uh, in the beginning of Ramadan, but during the fasting, the stomach shrinks, so there's less of a capacity to be able to eat uh, as much. Uh, so that is what's called suhoor, and there is blessing in having uh, the suhoor, even if it's just having a drink of water. Um, now, after... The um, the uh, the the prayer of the uh, of the dusk. Then there is another meal called iftar, and iftar is relating to fast breaking. So this is where Muslims will come together. Uh, normally, if it's not in a uh, local mosque, uh, which we'll see that in Detroit or in Hamtramck area, where people would get together and have iftar meal together, people will at least break their fast. At home, and this is more of a time where people in the Muslim community make an effort that if they have family, 
that this is more of a time where people like to have family meals. So people are running around uh, in their jobs, their life, and maybe eating out more so outside of Ramadan. But when it comes to the month of Ramadan, Muslims are normally more uh, family-oriented and will uh, have more of their meals at home with their uh, with their family, or if not family uh, close by, will make arrangements to uh, not eat alone, but to have meals with friends. So this is also part of the social aspect that relates to fasting. Um, so with that, if you'd like to, um, you know, join your Muslim brother or sister uh, for uh, fasting and for a fast-breaking meal, I'm sure that. Uh, you know, if you were to uh, ask one who's your colleague or your friend, you know, when are the hours for, for fasting and where you're breaking fast at, I'm sure that uh, there would be many Muslims that would give you this information, actually welcome you over to home or to a restaurant because Muslims really see it as an honor to uh, to feed people, to feed their friends and their guests. And this really takes on um, a greater honor and greater of blessings during the uh, the secret month or the the mighty month, Shahrul uh, Adim, the month of Ramadan. Uh, so, with that, we will be with you next week for another episode relating to the month of Ramadan, when we will be discussing Ramadan, the month of commiseration. May God's peace be with you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Remember to like. Share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.